Bonnie. And I'm Lindsay. Yay, Lindsay's back. Lindsay's back. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, I can hear you clapping. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You remember her from our Birdman episode. Uh, but so we're here counting down the best picture Oscar winners from worst to best, uh, based on a, a list uh, made aggregating of different lists and um, countdowns and stuff. So we are up to number forty-two. Forty-two. So what is in store for us today? Today we are going to be discussing Gladiator yes. from the year. 2000. Yeah. So what are your backgrounds with Gladiator? I had never seen it before. Okay. Yeah. I had never seen it. I mean, I was aware of it. The Russell Crowe Gladiator movie. Right. But never seen it. You've heard of it? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I I actually hadn't seen it since it opened. Really? Three years ago. So um, I came in pretty fresh as well. Uh, so this is from the year 2000. I think you had your hands full at that point. Yeah, lots of little kids. I was maybe six. Yeah, yeah. maybe, probably. Yeah, you were still living at home then? Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was bummed. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 2000. I mean, you were five most of the year. Right, You yes, turned six true. in November. Yeah. yeah. Just looking at the popular movies that year, not a... Terrific year for movies. Uh, I mean, the going by domestic box office, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the highest oh, grossing movie. Wow, Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, I'm not even sure if I movie. ever saw that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Don't bother. Okay. Oh, uh, you Christmas have seen movie? Castaway though, right? I have yeah. seen Castaway. Oh yes, yeah. with Tom Hanks. Yeah. And the um, volleyball. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw Castaway Wilson. recently. I had never seen it, oh, okay. and then oh, really? Tom was like, "You must," and so I did. And that was very, it was very good. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, um, so, and our, our movie was fourth for the year. So, a pretty big hit with Gladiator. Uh huh. Mission Impossible uh, 2. Mission Impossible 2. I've probably seen that um, in, you know, like on video since I didn't see it that year. Yeah, she never took Gladiator? me to the movies. Gladiator? No, Mission Impossible 2. Oh, Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, I think that's the weakest of the series, but it's a strong series. Yeah. Uh, actually, I kn- I didn't go to any movies in 2000. What are we talking about? <laughs> Anything I've right. seen on this list, I've seen since on video. Yeah, actually, um, four of the five Best Picture nominees are in the top 15, which is okay. you don't really see that much anymore. Okay. I was just missing the list. Is, uh, the Emperor's New Groove came out this year. Oh, we did probably so see that good. in the theater. Best movie. <laughs> So funny. That should have won everything. Yeah, yeah so this was one um, of the Aaron more... Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, this was one of the more wide-open Best Picture races. Okay. So let's look at the nominees, and we'll start off with the one nominee that really didn't have a chance at all of winning, oh. uh, but that was Chocolat. Okay. Is that Judy Dench? Yeah, Judy Dench was in it. Uh, Juliette Pinoche and... Johnny Depp. Oh. Ever heard of this? I've yeah. heard of it. I like have seen yeah. the the images, but I've never I've never seen it. Uh yeah, it's just a movie. Julia Binoche is uh, 
I think it takes place in like rural France, and Julia Pinoche opens up a chocolate shop in a you know conservative religious community, and they are very much anti pleasure, and so she gets some conflict, and it's almost like the sweets are kind of like a metaphor for sex. Really. That it's yeah, it's not a movie that I liked at the time. Um, you know, Grain of Salt has been 23 years, but I have I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about it since. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting that they would set it in France instead of like a yeah. more Puritan country, like a, a Calvinist place, the anti-pleasure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was France. I mean, Chocolat, that sounds yeah. French. Yeah, Julia Pinoche is French. Yeah, yeah it's... we talked about kind of this time period before and this was the Miramax was heavily into promoting the Oscars and we we talked about this on I think our Chicago podcast and this year they just didn't have a particularly strong slate and they just put all their marketing might behind Chocolat and managed to scrape up a Best Picture nomination. Getting into the ones that made a deeper impression, I think, on filmdom. We have Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Opened in, I think, February of 2000 with a big hit. Uh, you've seen it, right? Yes. Yeah. Probably uh, a couple of times. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, like, I, like, I like this movie. Yeah, Julia Roberts is a, a paralegal. It's based on a true story, and uh, she works for a... Small law firm, or just one one guy, really, and uncovers a cover-up with PG&E that they've been poisoning the water and giving people cancer, and so it's an investigative legal drama. Julia Roberts is just, just like the perfect role for her skills. Yeah. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, who's just a terrific director. Prior to this, he had... He's probably most famous for Sex, Lies, and Videotape. And out of sight, he would go on to make Ocean's Eleven, um, Magic Mike, Contagion, uh, Logan Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tends to alternate between, like, mainstream popular fare and then edgier or more artistic movies. Um, but when he's doing the popular stuff, he does. it's not like a phoning it in for a paycheck, like with Magic Mike, mm-hmm. he really tries to make a good, interesting movie about I mean, the male Ocean's stripper. Uh, yeah, it's terrific. It's one of the best heist movies yeah. around. And with Aaron Brockovich, I mean, it's very much a by-the-book legal thriller, mm-hmm. but it's just very, very well done, good dialogue, yeah. uh, very entertaining. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but Soderbergh had another movie that came out later in the year. It was also nominated for Best Picture, which is Traffic. Is that Topher Grace? Yeah, Topher Grace is in it. Yeah. I've never heard it. of this movie. Oh, okay. This was uh, it was a big hit as well. Is uh, that Michael Douglas? Yeah, Michael Douglas. Is, it's an ensemble cast. It's about the drug war in America. And it's a series of interlocking stories that run the gamut from the cartels to the distribution to the users to the 
law enforcement and to the policymakers. So all of their stories kind of blend together. Uh, Michael Douglas is a oh, policy like a drug czar. It's fascinating. I think it's on Netflix. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You recommend? Uh, I do. It's yeah. terrific. So, yeah, this is the maybe Soderbergh's more edgier movie of the year. But okay, two big hits and both nominated for best picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first person with two best director nominations in the same year since nineteen thirty eight. Wow. Yeah. Who, what was it in 1938? It was Michael Curtiz for... Um, oh, that's my the, son's name. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. The Adventures of Robin Hood and Angels with Dirty Faces. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies, yeah. Angels with Dirty Faces. Yeah. And so finally in the Best Picture Race, there's Couching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. I have never seen it. That was one that Marika would watch, my best friend growing up, that yeah. I was not allowed to because it's PG-13, I'm pretty sure. And I remember that I was very I was very upset that you wouldn't let me watch Why it. Why wouldn't you let her watch this? I know. It's I know. a perfect you, movie. I know. Yeah, I've seen scenes from it. What because she's we, talking no, about. No, we snuck. We, I've seen it, like, sneakily. She showed me some scenes, what? but you would not let me watch this movie. No, no It was, about. yeah. You would not let me watch Couching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, good for me yeah. if it's PG-13. I mean, I was also, like, what, seven? You shouldn't have watched it <laughs> at five. Yeah. yeah, well, this is made by Taiwanese director Ang Lee, who has... I never heard of it. Yeah, well, Ang Lee has also made several English language movies, most notably uh, Sense and Sensibility, which I know you've seen. And uh, he went on to make uh, Life of Pi and Brokeback Mountain. Uh, But this is set in medieval China. It's about a a sword of destiny. It's a martial arts fantasy epic. It's really entertaining, great fight scenes. It was... At the time, I think the highest grossing foreign language movie of all time, and there was some talk that perhaps it would become the first foreign language movie to win Best Picture, but it did not. How did they do that scene out on the branch there? Carefully. <laughs> that has to I think be it's like special effects. Yeah, has to be special effects. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, because it's kind of a fantasy, so they can, uh-huh. the the they can fly. Or, oh, or kind okay. of they're suspended in air. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Crouching Tiger. I think that's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out. It's it's terrific. Okay. But it lost. You should watch it. Oh, can I now, watch it now? I'm now, allowed? Now that you're 28? My goodness. Yeah. So, oh, we'll get to that later. But, <laughs> so the winner is Gladiator. Gladiator. So, Bonnie, yeah. tell us about Gladiator. Or Lindsay, whoever wants to go. So Gladiator tells the story of a Roman general. This is ancient Rome. <laughs> so okay. basically he he ends up as a as a slave. You know, the, the Caesar died who mm-hmm. he was very close to and Marcus then Aurelius. there was yeah, there was treachery, so his son kind of was it it talks about or it shows, a, it, the, really the whole thing is about this interplay between Maximus, who is the Russell Crowe character, mm-hmm. and Marcus Aurelius' son, which is, what's his name? Starts with Commodus. C. Commodus, right? Mm-hmm. Commodus knows that Maximus is going to be installed as Caesar instead of him, and 
so he kills his father and he sells Maximus oh he thinks he gets him killed right and then he escapes Maximus escapes ends up as a sold as a slave and becomes a gladiator mm-hmm. and then eventually they meet again and so it's about um, yeah this rise again of Maximus in the gladiator fight while mm-hmm. Commodus is now Caesar yeah so were you not entertained I was entertained. I actually, I did not expect to uh, like it as much as I did, especially, you know, because I don't love war stuff. I don't like bloody stuff. But, and it starts off right away with this big battle battle scene. This is like epic battle scenes, things gushing. But it could have been a lot bloodier than it was, you know. And I was also watching it, you know, my TV's outside and it was daytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little hard to. I had to actually decide. Okay, I got to turn it towards the inside, mm-hmm. and like tur- because it was so. That scene is so dark. It was right. hard mm-hmm. to watch outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. I well, actually you're... really like the, the character of Maximus. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, I liked him a lot. Okay. You know, they just the way they depict his like fierce warrior but like real man of integrity uh-huh. anyway yeah did you like it Lindsay? yeah yeah i mean i just feel like you know they don't make them like they used to when you watch a movie like that it's yeah just powerful well acted and you know. yeah i was struck by how it, it seems to me to have influenced some of the direction that these epics would take, because I see a lot of Game of Thrones in it, where it oh, like cool. really kind of combines the action with the... I mean, there's no fantasy really in this, but with the political intrigue mm-hmm. and the motivations and all of that. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching this again. I, um, you know, I, I believe I liked it back in 2000. Yeah, I really enjoyed going back to it. You know, it's probably its closest. Uh, the other best picture winner where it shares the most DNA is probably Braveheart, which I do not like. Yeah, you so didn't like it? I don't I, like Braveheart either. Oh, but no, I love no, it. No, no, you, uh, you get shunned for saying that. Oh, my gosh. Everybody so, but, hates yeah. you if you don't like and Braveheart, but I watched I, it. Uh, didn't love it. No, I do not like Braveheart. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people get a lot out of it. I mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty... I don't like Braveheart, but... I watched I it. This... It was like... I, I was underway on a sub with all these, like, sailor guys. It's like, I don't know. It's oh, like a macho the... guy thing where, like, they love it. And I'm just... I'm like, I don't... I don't get it, you know, but they're all Yeah, like, well, that is the ideal audience right. for it. Um, so yeah, clearly. but I <laughs> just think me. this is much more character-focused. and I mean, it's still, it is very violent, but it it doesn't, to me, indulge in the gore mm-hmm. the right, way yeah. that Braveheart yeah, does. And I feel like sometimes I just miss, you know, like, I feel like a lot of movies now, because we have so many effects and all the... Mm-hmm. battles and stuff like that it's like you know they're creating it for like the effect like they're showing you like really cool stuff and like a lot of the times it's not it's not really advancing the plot or like it's not like a big part of the plot it's just like 
this is the cool space fight scene yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, older movies where it's like they do it and it's like it's important and it's interesting and it's also like a cool action scene. It's not just kind mm-hmm. of like fluff action. Yeah. I will say that I do find the beginning better than the rest of it. I think this is something that has a really phenomenal first act. And then the middle and the end are kind of just an entertaining revenge story. Nothing wrong yeah. with it, but I just I love all the intrigue over the succession drama, the you know father and son relationship isn't really just that one's bad and one and one's good, but their their conflict is really interesting. Um, I think that Coma does. I mean he does become a real dastardly villain, but in those early scenes, he's, his, his conflict is really kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. And his relationship to his father, it's, it's not just like he's evil and wants mm-hmm. power for the sake of power, but he just doesn't have the virtues that his father values, and he feels judged by that and, mm-hmm. and I like the relationship between Marcus Aurelius and Maximus and the the call to duty versus what he desires and there's intrigue with Lucilla who's you know kind of worse yeah we kind of don't know how loyal she is to Commodus and right. is she more ambitious yeah. than she seems or what's their backstory really well. Now, what yeah. is their backstory? I was going to ask you that. Uh, well, I mean, what's the backstory of Lucilla and Maximus? Uh, well, it's it not like explained, she, but it yeah. seems pretty clear that they were lover, or they had a, a relationship of some sort. Uh-huh. Whether it was ever consummated or not, it's, it's not known. And then, uh-huh. uh, she ended up marrying somebody else. Uh-huh. And then he... He married. He, he married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like how that is kind of, it's very patient with the exposition. Like the first scene with her and Commodus, you kind of would assume that she's like his lover. Right. Like yeah. it doesn't explain like we're brother and sister and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And we just kind of get details as it goes along. Yeah, one thing that I thought was really interesting. Interesting. So this is in. This comes out in the year two thousand, which is mm-hmm. in some ways. It, yeah. So it comes out in the year two thousand, and it very much has themes of six. The the big thing is who's going to succeed, and we know pretty soon on who's going to succeed the Caesar. But it's like this. Mm-hmm. It really the. It, it matters the Maximus versus Commodus because it's like a battle for the soul of the nation. Right. Right. Which way is it going to go? Mm-hmm. The reason that the father, Marcus Aurelius, didn't want it to go to his son is that he saw his son as a, uh, there's, there's corruption in the ranks mm-hmm. and that it needs to be reformed and his son is not the man to do it. He's too mm-hmm. much in with the corrupt people. So this really overarching theme of the, that's the importance of all of this is not just revenge personally, although there's some mm-hmm. of that, 
but it's really about this battle for the soul of the nation. And yeah. it's so interesting that it comes out in 2000 when I feel like, especially with that presidential election, right, is where you really started to see this huge divide where mm-hmm. people start talking about, now we, they say it all the time. Right, most important election of most our lifetime. Most important election of all time. It's the battle for the soul of the nation. If, you know, the other person gets elected, that's it. That's you know, the end of America. <laughs> the end of America as we know it. Mm-hmm. Get ready to, to go to Canada or wherever you're going to go. Get your whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I'm yeah. just kind of struck by that. No, and that's, and that's what I really like about that. That first act is you have so many ideas in there, and I think they do kind of fall off, or it just is kind of a fight movie, mm-hmm. a very entertaining one at that, but it's not like there's not a whole lot of motivation. The plot's very similar to Ben Hur, which we'll eventually get into. Okay. But in there, it's like when he gets put to his lowest point, or like The Count of Monte Cristo. It's like you have a character who's really kind of motivated to get back and, and has a clear perspective of I'm going to call my way back to to right. get my betrayers. Where really when he meets back up with Commodus, it's really just because of chance. It's not right. like he's he's <coughs> uh, has a real drive and like he's so I think there's. It's, it's just a little bit less intriguing, but, you know, still very entertaining. Yeah, they really, sh- they portray him as uh, not having much ego. Right. You know, so it's not about his ego, and even though he wants, personally wants revenge because he killed his wife and son, or he had his wife and son killed, and he, and he tried to kill him, too, but mm-hmm. um, that, uh, that he, you know, when he... His first opportunity, he restrained himself from killing Commodus. You know, yes. So, like, he was... Well, that would have ended the movie pretty short. It would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, I, they were... I thought they did a good job of, like, building the tension. Yeah. As they went... Yeah, well, to know, create like, tension, I think the... Um, the power of the masses does like it has to carry a lot of water yeah to like explain yeah. why he doesn't just kill what is up with communist those... really has all the power the entire time yeah i don't know if i should ask this on the podcast or not but those in the the, the theater coliseum right? the coliseum yes. right still there by the way it's still there <laughs> right mostly yeah, well, well, I don't know. Not were all the scenes in the same one? Well, the ones in Rome. The ones were in, in Rome, the Coliseum, were, right? And the I don't remember which were, one, were, but it had these tigers. No, the <laughs> obelisks or whatever that were very shaped in a very particular shape. Was that intentional? Yes. <laughs> Was that intentional? You have a dirty mind. <laughs> I didn't pick up no. on it, but. <laughs> You, how can you not pick up on it? In the Colosseum? Yes. Like, it's not just me, people. You didn't notice that? No, it's just you. You have a dirty mind. <laughs> no. 
All right, keep talking. Yeah. I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> okay. Right, you've got a teenage well, boy over here. <laughs> no, I didn't know if that was, like, intentional part of the movie. Like, this is so manly. But as soon yeah. as they showed it, I'm like, hello, is nobody looking at this? Okay, well. <laughs> okay, you can. You can. So, <laughs> well, write in your takes on those. <laughs> They can't just be me. Come on. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I kind of think Lucinda was right where she said, you know, you know, you could just kill him and a month from now they'll forget about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. probably right. Right. Um, so what did you think of Proximo? Wait, which one was he? Uh, played by Oliver Reed. He's the, um, the gladiator trainer. Oh, the coach. old guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I thought he was I, terrific. I, I, I liked him. He yeah. was... It's kind of a nuanced character mm-hmm. because, you know, he said he was all about the entertainment. Yeah. But he did come through at the end. Yeah. You know, saying, I'm not going to... You know, he... Like, I feel like... He's sort of like the Han Solo character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. yeah, he was played by Oliver Reed, who was in Oliver, another Best Picture winner, 30-some years earlier. Uh, he was, I think, around 60 at the time, uh, had a lifetime of heavy drinking, and on a break from the set, he was out in, I think, Tunisia, or wherever they were filming it, and in a bar with a bunch of Navy guys and they were like challenging him to a drinking contest and he was like arm wrestling them and then he dropped dead. <gasps> no, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he dropped dead. All During the, the filming? Yeah. Yeah, so they had to kind of film around him and, uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, I guess they did film his most important scenes, but... Wow. They have had more... Ooh, what kind of Navy guys? Drinkers, the time yeah. they drink. It could have been Marines. No, that's just you. <laughs> it's not just me. Yeah, it's just you. They're ringing. It's just in. <laughs> just you. It's not just me. What? Let me see. <laughs> they look like bullets. <laughs> they do look like bullets. Yeah. Um, okay. So are those so real tigers? I, I don't... I mean, the movie oh, used no. a lot of CGI... To recreate ancient Rome. Okay. Um, it was kind of, uh, at the time, pioneering use of CGI, uh, which was fairly, fairly new at the. Oh, really? At the time, yeah, it kind of came around in the nineties. Jurassic Park and, and the films of that nature. Yeah, it was yeah. a real. I also didn't know anything about gladiators, to be honest. I I didn't know that they were like came from. You know, that it was slaves and, like, low class. I did not realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who put the glad in Gladiator? <laughs> Very happy slave. Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> you know the song? Yeah. Oh, uh, Hercules. Wait, no. Who put the glad in Gladiator? Hercules. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I didn't What's like that? that. No, I didn't like it. I yeah, I didn't. The, it had a different animation too. It was more angular. Yeah, yeah I think I, it's another more one of those I've never seen because she didn't like it. Problems. So wait, 
I didn't prohibit you from seeing. Well, I know, but I mean, you, you know, like you were the vessel for me to see those movies. So what was I going to go to Blockbuster by myself at six? Mm. Like, I mean, I feel like I would have done that. (laughs) If I can watch Hercules at ten, I'm going to watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with Marika. I don't know. I I think you. Uh I I think you exaggerate this uh, this issue of yours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but and so. This is sort of a, we're coming out of this, were there any epics like this in the 70s? So a Ben-Hur was an epic like this. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this was kind of a throwback to that era. Right, that era. Was Braveheart. Was Braveheart. Braveheart was 90s, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like there's been several, there's like been Troy some... and... Troy was after this, yeah. 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 What else has been sort of an epic like that? Endgame. And well, yes, that's true. Um, yeah, you know, there's been well, definitely like Troy, like, uh, Troy, and what about three hundred? I've never seen that. Oh, oh three hundred, yeah, definitely three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, this kind of, you know, there were others before, but it kind of kicked off a real interest in historical epics. Yeah. Yeah, seventies. I mean. When Star Wars came out, it kind of went in a sci-fi direction, but the real popular movies, stuff like The Exorcist or The Godfather, uh, like mm-hmm. disaster movies, uh, Airport and yeah. The Towering Inferno, and those were big things. Yeah, but it felt like this movie pulled a lot from older eras. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, it seemed Hamlet in some ways. That Yeah, it did. That scene where they injure you know they mm-hmm. i mean they had a couple of scenes where they um what do you call it sort of loaded the fight yeah um what do right. you call I, it that's the, not the term cheating cheating <laughs> okay cheating in yeah. in two scenes loaded you know? dice words that what you're looking i don't for? know what i'm looking yeah, for <laughs> i don't know what the term but basically made it fix fix the, fix fight. the fight that's the fight oh that's yeah the, you sort of fix the fight and then mm-hmm. i mean that's what commodus did and then Maximus, you know, overcame it. Yeah, and I think the the movie would have been well served to just make it a little bit more dynamic than just like because he stabs him. It's like, oh well, he's just gonna work through the pain and kill Commodus, right? Which is he kills everybody who's trying to kill him. Yeah, you know, I like in Hamlet. I think there's a little more intrigue because we know the cup's poison and the thing and the the sword is poison, and so there's more suspense on how this will turn out. Um, But I feel like, or I was wondering if they were trying to pull from Hamlet. Um, okay, I'm when sure. They, sure. When they did that, but yeah, and then it was. I thought. I mean, here's a spoiler alert. So he yeah. kills him, and then and then I guess that makes him Caesar, all of a sudden, and yeah. then just he lived long well, enough to. Say we're restoring the Senate, to its rightful place essentially, and then he kills over dead. So then yeah, it's going to be the know. kid. Well, we'll have to find out in Gladiator 2. Oh, that's right. Yes. But, so you know, it, is sure Russell Crowe going to be in Gladiator 2? I don't know how he can be. <laughs> that's what Lindsay that's what said. I said yeah. Yeah. I said, poor, poor. I mean, I, I, he survived. We, we say that, but yeah. like Tom Cruise was in Top Gun. But Maverick didn't die in the first one. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. About that. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see. I mean the the actor who played Lucius is still. I think he's still working as an actor. Oh, the boy. Yeah. And, you know, he's in his 30s now. That might be interesting to look uh, at his uh, yeah. emperor C. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his, I don't know. What, what did do you... they have queen mothers in uh, Rome? No. That's British. No, it's not British. It's well before British. It's in the <sighs> kingdom period. In... Queen mother? Yeah, Israel. No. The Hebrew people had queen they mothers. They spoke English and called her a queen mother. you. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't get me. <laughs> the mother of the king having a special role. Oh, well, that's different. How is that different? Of course, if you're the king, your mother is going to be special. Uh, I mean, having a <laughs> role in the ruling. Anyway, yeah. yes, the role of queen mother. Britain didn't come up with that. They just yeah. used what was You want Lucilla to be in charge? Well, I don't think she... No, we'll see if, if yeah. Connie Nelson comes back. Yeah, um, maybe she has a deep influence. I mean, they have that in Black played, Panther, uh, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Connie Nelson, who played this in, though, is... Uh, you might know her as Wonder Woman's mother. As Wonder Woman. From Wait, the, the recent Wonder Woman? Or? Yeah, the 2017 oh. Wonder Woman, yeah. Not Linda Carter? No. No, that was actually before this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so did, what did you think of Joaquin Phoenix as Commodus? I really uh, like Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah, I thought he he was he was good. He was very convincing as a bad guy. I don't oh, yeah. really. I don't uh, know that I've seen Joaquin Phoenix. It's the other Phoenix that died, right? Yeah, River Phoenix. Yeah, where are they brothers? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is great. Yeah. So Joaquin Phoenix, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Anybody um, else we know? Well, Richard Harris was Marcus Aurelius. Richard Harris, that Dumbledore? Right. Yeah, he was yeah, the first Dumbledore. He died a couple years oh, later. I think after Dumbledore. The, after the second Yeah, he one. was in the first two. Yeah. And then Michael Gaines. Uh We'll see Richard. Wait, then he died? Yeah. yeah he, died. he died a couple years after this. Because the Harry, first Harry Potter movie was 2001. So really? Long after this, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, you guys were reading them young. Oh, yeah. So they came out in the nineties, yeah. Yeah, late nineties yeah, yeah. the book yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Out. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll see Richard Harris in Unforgiven. The best picture okay. winner of nineteen ninety two. Did we just ascertain that Richard Harris is Dumbledore? Yes. He's okay. Dumbledore in the first two Harry Potter. Okay. Movies. And yeah. he's he, Marcus Aurelius. He's, he's great. I, I kind of wish that dramatic tension had was drawn out a little bit more um, yeah. after he died. I love that scene with with Commodus and, and Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Where it's it's like, why'd so... you tell him? Like, don't tell him yeah. before. What? Well, he just, he thinks he's not fit to rule. He doesn't think of him as a murderer. Yeah, I, it was also but... reminding me of Eli and his sons. and Eli Wallach? No, in the Bible. You know, it's because Marcus Aurelius was like, you know, the flaws of the son are because I wasn't a good enough father. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I really like that, that scene. And I just, I like how Joaquin Phoenix plays it because he's, he's just kind of hurt. Yeah. Like, you know, what, 
what wise old man is going to replace me. And I think he's kind of set off by his jealousy for yeah for Maximus. Right. Because if it was like the older senator, it's like he can kind of control yeah. that a little bit more than it's someone yeah. someone he can't he can kind of outsmart them, but he can't out outmight Maximus. Yeah. And I just love when he's like talking about you know the four virtues you instilled in me. You know I might not have those, but I have. And he's listing his virtues. Yeah, right. And I like yeah, how yeah, he's like, you know, ambition, which which can be a virtue. And it's almost mm-hmm. like as he's saying the words, he feels his father's judgment that mm-hmm. ambition isn't a good thing, and then mm-hmm. he's just kind Loyalty. of like very yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else on Gladiator? Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, parting shots, Lindsay? I, uh, I don't normally like history stuff, really. really? I generally yeah. find them boring, but Whoa. You know, no. it's interesting. Not boring. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good movie. I, I like yeah. It. Um, yeah, go see Gladiator. Yeah. Um, I, it's not my favorite so far, but it's, I like it. You, it's uh, good. What do you think is that you think the uh, new gladiator you have high hopes for that? I'll see it. Yeah. Okay. When's it coming out? I don't think they've started filming yet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope nobody in the cast goes partying with Navy guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they are Marines. Same, same I difference. yeah, I wonder what kind of Navy guys want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so do you want to see a limerick about Gladiator? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to read it, Lindsay? Uh, I'm yes. going to read it? Yeah, yeah, this is made okay. by ChatGPT. <laughs> in Rome, a brave warrior did fight. His name was Maximus, all right? With sword in his hand, he conquered the land in Gladiator, a movie of might. Yeah, that was pretty good. Thanks, yeah. ChatGPT. Yeah. I still think that, was it Platoon? Was maybe the best one we had. Oh, that was a limerick. Good one, yes. Yeah, that was. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that really was insightful. But this is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, Gladiator <laughs> got twelve nominations. Wow. Yeah, twelve nominations. Uh, two so of them. Was it so? Act. Was it the favorite going in? Well, it was you pretty it wide was open. Um, yeah, it was kind of a dead heat between Gladiator. And Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, on the Oscar night, um, Traffic was doing really well. It won Best Screenplay, which was expected, and then won Best Director, which was a big oh. surprise. Or was a was a surprise. And so it's like, oh, Traffic's going to win. So, okay. But it was Gladiator. Uh, Gladiator's, I think, the first movie since 1949 to win Best Picture without either... Director or screenplay winning. Okay. Uh, still the only one since 1949 to do that. Yeah. And uh, what was 1949? All the King's Men. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we haven't but, talked about that? Or? No, that oh. came in at 72, so just before we started. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah so can you guess which two actors were nominated? Well, Comedus and Joaquin Phoenix. Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, lost to uh, Benicio Del Toro for Traffic. Oh, okay. Um, And Russell Crowe won Best Actor. Oh, wow. Yeah, beating out 
Tom Hanks for Castaway. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, Julia Roberts won Best Actress. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. And Marsha Gay Harden won Best Supporting Actress for Pollock, the movie about the painter, oh, Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Yeah, oh. yeah that so that's it. Uh, Gladiator, I think, won five. Okay, um, so one for... Picture, mm-hmm. sound, visual effects. Actor. Yeah, actor. Oh, costume design. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, that's Gladiator. That's Gladiator. So, you are you excited to see what is next? Yeah, you have to pick one first. Oh, yeah. So, we are picking, we are one out of the top 40. So, we're, next week we'll be doing number 41. And what is your guess for what's going to come up next? So my guesses are No Country for Old Men, Amadeus. He laughs every time. I don't laugh. <laughs> so goofy. Parasites, Spotlight, and Moonlight. Okay. And oh, wow. Parasite, Spotlight, and Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, there was a big trend in the mid to late 2010s. Yeah. Uh, my picks that I think will come up next, so you can't take it with you from 1938. Great movie, such a good. I I would love to watch it this weekend. Yeah, the Lost Weekend from 1945, The Hurt Locker from 2009, The Sting from 1973, and I am going to add to my list 1953's From Here to Eternity. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it's. Not the Hurt Locker. <laughs> I you can't you'll take like it with you. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be good. I'm ready for a change of something non-bloody. I hope it's Parasite. It's not gonna be Parasite. I love Parasite. Really? Why yeah. is it oh, not gonna it's be wonderful. Parasite? It could be Parasite. No, Parasite yeah. is. I don't know what Parasite's about. You'll like it. Okay. That's great. All right, now we get to see what's coming up next. You can't take it with you, yes. You can't take it with you. Oh, no. All right. We're tied now. Dennis is really going to pick up speed from now on. Yeah, so you can't take it with you. You've never seen it, right? No. Really? Okay. Well, well, who's in it? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, he'll love it. It's a Jean great Arthur. movie. Okay. I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. It's, from it's charming. It'll be a perfect, like, okay, perfect. 1938. You can't take it with you. Okay. And we will be back uh, next week. Bye. Say bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.